Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I remember searching, like, returns, Canada, and, like, nothing really came up. But then the other day, I was just shopping around online for stuff for the house renovation, and there was this giant Canadian liquidation store full of returns you could buy. So I was like, is this a sign that I should do it now? Like, better late than never. What is that plucky young woman talking about? She's talking about the fact that you can buy pallets of returns from various uh, companies. You know, and I've got another important real estate story coming up. This is a, this is your 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 money segment. This is uh, a, a, we need a name for this. Dollars and Armstrong and Getty's dollars and cents. What do you think of that? C e n t s or s e n s e. Oh, that's clever. Very clever. Michael, do you have a like a theme music or a sounder or anything? Armstrong, you get no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I was just excited because dollars and cents is a very exciting title. Wait till I cue you. Damn it, Armstrong and Getty's dollars and cents. There you go. Got a cash register. That, that that was not good. No. Anyway, uh, so back to the story. Uh, and and I am intrigued by this. This gal, uh, she's a YouTube sensation. Speaking of YouTube, your friend who 
said, I've never watched a YouTube video with a bit of a high-handed tone. <laughs> right. I, I had to do a plumbing repair not too long ago that yeah. I had done years before, but I couldn't remember exactly how to do it. There are all sorts of wonderful videos. If you don't do that sort of thing, if you don't do reviews of products on YouTube, I don't care if you're buying a car, a bicycle, a, 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 a couch, whatever. There are people walking around. Hey, I just bought this. This is what it looks like. This is how it works. This is what it, it's awesome. I have not done that. Oh, con- consumer reviews. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah. Wow, how interesting. Anyway, uh, so this gal uh, makes uh, YouTube videos, but you can buy these pallets. For instance, she bought an Amazon return pallet for $473. And it's just whatever's returned for whatever reason, including it doesn't work, maybe. I know about this, actually, getting back to YouTube from Mr. Beast, who I've been meaning to talk about for quite a while. This is one of the many things he does. Uh, he's the fifth most popular YouTube person in the world. But anyway, one of the many things he does is he gets these pallets of things, and then they just open them up to see what's in them and make wacky comments about them. <laughs> and they'll say, here's a $500 pallet. I wonder what's in it. Here's a $10,000 pallet. I wonder what's in it. Wow. Wow, 10000 So this gal spent 473 bucks. She got 215 items. And... uh I, I've got to admit, I was super curious. I didn't watch the video, but I read a, uh, a summary of it. Um, and there are all sorts of companies that do this. Some are more reputable than others. So buyer viewer. Um, bah, 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 bah. She was shocked to discover just how many items she received for the amount paid. Shoe racks, drying racks, water bottles, Tupperware sets, photo frames, lunch bags, a fondue set, can opener. I'm I'm hearing a list of things that like are in my closet or in cupboards that I want to get rid of, but have never gotten around to it. That's what I'm hearing. Oh my god! You know, it's some of some useful stuff too. The question is, does it amount to four hundred and seventy three dollars? Sure. And do you already have one? Right. <laughs> Excuse me, like uh, Tupperware sets and. Uh, that's useful. Uh, various kitchenware items, a scale fondue set, um, a shower for the bathroom, a shower caddy, toilet seats, multiple, <laughs> toilet brush. I'm always wearing out my toilet seats. <laughs> a set of towels. Also, blankets, napkins, curtains, six rugs, as well as an overwhelming number of lighting fixtures. <laughs> wow. Uh, after a bunch of trial and error, she said about somewhere between 10 and 20% of the items did not work. Did the math. The average cost per item was $2.60. The gambler in me likes this idea. (laughs) The whole... uh, I was actually in the fishing section of a sporting goods store the other day, and they have mystery boxes. For $15, they guarantee it's $35 worth of fishing tackle yeah, yeah. and that sort of thing. I thought, what an odd idea. There are rows of like transparent bags and boxes that show me precisely what I'm going to get and the price it'll cost me. Right. And yet, I feel like I want to buy one of these boxes. It's kind of like the old baseball card or currently Pokemon card phenomenon where you, you buy a box of Pokemon cards for a price and kind of wonder what's in there and hope there's something you really like. Sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. Yeah, boy, it's that, uh, it's the, the anticipation, I guess. Mm. 
Uh, that's so cool. Of much more significance is uh, this dollars and cents story. Uh, according to the U.S. Uh, National Association of Realtors, I should say, existing home sales fell for a sixth straight month in July. They mentioned higher interest rates. Obviously, uh, sales of previously owned homes slid 5.9% in July from the prior month to a seasonally adjusted rate of blah, blah, blah. Uh, more importantly, July sell- sales fell 20% from a year earlier. 20% sales, but how about prices? That's what we. That's an excellent question. I have the answer. Although, as a real estate enthusiast and a guy who used to be in the real estate business, um, uh, national statistics are almost useless. I'd say. Except indicating broad trends. And indeed, the median house in Merck uh, went from 414,000. To four hundred and four thousand. Okay. Uh, now prices tend to drop in July because the spring is the hottest time to buy uh, houses. End of school, you can move in over the summer, then get your kids in their new schools. It's a big factor in real estate. But there's just no question that the real estate market is cooling off. And what's going to be interesting to see is how much. Because if I'm a home buyer and I see that trend, or a would be home buyer. I see, uh, you know, the sort of house I'm, I want to move into is $700,000 right now. It only makes sense that if I can ha- hold out for six more months, it's going to be six fifty. dollars mm-hmm. So why not wait? That's what I'm doing. Unless I'm also a seller, in which case, you know, it's kind of a wash. But uh, like I say, it is unquestionably slowing down, and it had to. The real estate market's been insane for so long. God, I would say. Another economic thing that I just came across that I thought was really interesting. Oh, did you have more dollars and cents from that end? Well, housing starts fell, too, not surprisingly. But no, go, do your thing. Instead of taking even the finest economist predictions as gospel, lawmakers should consider macroeconomics' lousy track record about predicting things, according to Brian Rydell of the National Review. Just pointing out something that is clearly true, but everybody ignores. They're terrible at this because it's (laughs) unknowable. Often accused of having physics envy, economists develop models whose mathematical complexity offers an air of scientific certainty, even as they even as they fail over and over again to accurately capture and project the impossibly complicated reality of our economy. And he goes on and on about that, but it's just so true. We all listen to these experts. They make policy around these experts. We make decisions on buying houses or cars or whatever, and they're wrong all the time. And it's not their fault. It's just too complicated. But right. they, they should tell us more up front about it's like, like asking look. a psychic. Yeah, it practically is. They should tell yeah. us, look, we're wrong like 80 percent of the time. But this is what I think is going to happen. <laughs> it, it, but that's not the way it's presented. It's radio. So you can't see me shaking my head with my disgusted face. But I, I minored in uh, econ in college. And I think looking back, that had to be. Uh, Gladys, if you don't mind, I mean, goodness sakes, thanks. Uh, back in college, uh, was the, really when it got heated up that economists wanted to be thought of as scientists. And it, your description of these incredibly long, complex algorithms, I would sit in classes with these huge long formulas in front of me that we were supposed to memorize for the test and i sat there thinking there is a zero you want you want uh, math you want economic you want uh, percentages you want a formula here's your formula there's a zero percent chance i'm going to remember any of this the day after the final zero 
This is useless. You're not teaching me about how economies work. You're showing off your freaking formulas. You you want a percentage? Here's a percentage. There's a 0% chance I remember you. Right. You're wasting my time and money, which at the time was like a tenth of what college costs now. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Physics that envy. That's beautiful. Yeah, the dismal science they call economic, economics. And I always remember a guy, geez, I don't know, this sticks in my head. He was getting a graduate degree, master's degree in economics. <laughs> Gladys working overtime with her reminiscence harp. And I said, uh, what's your takeaway? And he said, it's all theory. And that is stuck in my head. Every time I think about economics, that, him saying that, it's all theory. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. It is not a science. It's just a bunch of theories that are way more often wrong than right. Because it's unknowable. Again, it's not their fault. Yeah, it's too complicated. Yeah. I mean, if you're trying to describe what's going on in an atom, and there are 780 different uh, little uh, nubbins, and not just uh, protons, neutrons, and electrons, it would be uh, damn near impossible. Armstrong and Getty. Talk 650 KSTE. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I got my sexy pants on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Came across this piece by Steve Coozo the other day. Woke food lovers have lost lost their minds over cultural appropriation. And he opens with a description, which some of you will appreciate as much as me, of when Kermit the Frog founded or he he found El Slizo Cafe, which was a Mexican joint in 1979's The Muppet Movie. And he nervously muttered, mm, foreign food, but a man's got to eat. <laughs> then it turns out the... How special was frog legs, which horrified Kermit and he ran away in terror. Foreign food, but a man's got to eat. I probably laughed at that 40 years ago. Such a scene today would go straight to the cutting room floor and the creators exiled to Cancelville, writes uh, Steve. Once upon a time, it was permissible to make lighthearted fun of cuisines that were unfamiliar or exotic to film audiences. But in today's unforgiving and witless world of indigenous cuisine purity, good-natured jokes are strictly verboten. I'll f- feel... F- Feel free to make fun of any food I want to make fun of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, worst, about any, uh, just about any dish not from Western Europe that isn't cooked by a native-born chef is either a fake version of the cuisine or a wicked ripoff or both. Tinkering with another country's traditional way of making noodles is equated with cultural annihilation. Borrowing another nation's kitchen traditions is the same as colonial pillaging and profiting. And then he gets into the death last week of cookbook writer Diana Kennedy, who was regarded as the world's most knowledgeable expert on Mexican cooking. But she's not Mexican. But it put the issue squarely on the table. Quote from the New York Times, She never reckoned with her authority over Mexican cuisine as a white British woman. She never reckoned with it. Yeah, she probably didn't. As if Kennedy had strip-mined the country's farmland on orders from the (laughs) Queen. The L.A. Times, in a bi-coastal woke war, noted that frequent charges of cultural appropriation leveled at Kennedy had left her with a tainted legacy. Whatever. Jeez, you people are crazy. Compare that freaking idiotic notion to what Steve Cuozo says. So if a non-Mexican celebrates the nation's culinary bounty more lovingly than anyone else, it's grounds to excommunicate her from the respectable world of gastronomic appreciation? Apparently, yes. 
Food writer Angela L. Pagan on, uh, on TikTok writes, the cultural roots of Latino foods are being scrubbed away. So, uh, especially on TikTok, uh, the social media site needs to stop messing with Latinx dishes. She says, such as esquites, which she said should only ever be called by its rightful name and not described by anything else. On TikTok, as well as every blog on the planet, Esquites is promoted as Mexican street corn salad. Yes, the dish itself is street food from Mexico, but it does have a name, and it does not need a new blander one. We don't call spaghetti Italian sauce noodles, so why rename this traditional piece of Mexican cuisine? Uh, excuse me, excuse me. The left spends all day, every day, renaming things and twisting language. And, for instance, like you just did, lecturing... Hispanic people themselves that they ought to say Latinx, which is a stupid-ass term you woke white idiots invented. So shut your stuffed-with-esquites pile hole, you hypocritic woke idiot! Italian sauce noodles. <laughs> so my house is kind of uh, built on a hill, and so we've got a big old crawl space under it. Uh, it's actually a walk-around space. It's quite high, and uh, since we don't have a, a fence right now, Baxi, who uh, my dog, my half Labrador retriever, half uh, border collie, uh, he likes to chase tennis balls. He goes crazy for it. So we go under the house because he can run free. It's a pretty big crawl space. Um, Labradors and, love the great sport of tennis. Well, they love retrieving things. So anyway, but we do it all the time. In fact, sometimes I take him on walk and he'll be on the leash and he'll be like, hey, you want to go, uh, you know, under the house? We could play that ball game if you want. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, you got to go poop. Uh, so anyway, so we go under there to play yesterday, and I throw a ball. It was like the third throw. It's a little dusty, and he's chasing the ball, and he slips and, like, crashes down where the the floor meets the wall, and he started flipping around oh. and couldn't get up. Oh, boy. And I'm looking at his legs kind of bent, and I'm like, oh, my God, he dislocated his, oh. his knee. Oh, no, wait a minute. It's his hip. Good Lord. And then he finally struggles to his feet, and he's walking like he'd been shot. And his tail was, like, going in the wrong direction. I thought, Ugh. we got to go to the animal hospital. My buddy, my, and he's 70-some he's pounds, too. i got to get him to the animal hospital right now. And I'm like, holy S, this day has taken a turn. And so I'm I'm trying to comfort him. I'm petting him. I'm saying it's okay, buddy. It's okay because he's shaking. You know how dogs get when they're in pain, and he's scared. And so I lead him like to the door, and he's walking better. And then I get the leash on him and, and bring him to the like the front of the house where our front door is. And um and he's starting to walk better, <laughs> just just like happens with humans. And then a, a little better. And then I'm petting him, and he's wagging his tail, and his tail doesn't look sideways anymore. And by the time I get him in the door, he seemed pretty okay. He was still scared. He was still shaking and and panting and stuff like that. But I thought, okay, maybe I'll keep an eye on him. And by the time I took him out for a tentative walk, like two hours later, he was trotting along looking at squirrels. That's just like it happens with humans. I mean, how many times have you think, oh, geez, that's broken. This is going to be bad. And you're in tremendous pain and everything like right. that. You don't even want to look because you're just sure it's pointing the wrong direction or whatever. Oh, <laughs> and then, right. And then an hour later, you're more or less fine. It's like, what? Oh, my God. I was sure I'd killed my dog. Oh, oh. boy. I know. It was so terrible. And he was so scared. But he seems to be fine now. Seems to be right as right and happy as can be. I'll be damned. Oh, well. 
better to have uh, loved and lost or something, or it's better to be worried about things you love than not to have love to worry about. But I don't know. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. But resist, we must. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So this story is happening all across the country, this particular version out of New York. I did the, the, the decay of civilization. I can't believe it's happening. Uh, I've watched the videos. You've seen videos like it. Shoplifters running amok in high-end New York City stores as security is told not to touch the thieves at all. So these are some of the most expensive stores in West Village and Soho in New York. And they've got the videos here of them being robbed blind over the last couple of days. Uh, use the example of Lululemon. I have some Lululemon pants that I really, really like. In fact, the Wall Street I, Journal declared them the hot pant the other day. I had not realized that till I saw the article that they have some pants that are pretty good doppelgangers for dress pants that yeah. are the super light stretchy. Uh, I wear them all the time. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. I got something similar from, I think it's L.L. Bean, uh, but they're not like, ob- they, they couldn't pass for dress pants. Anyway, Lululemon, expensive store. Everything's expensive. And you go in there with a, with a giant trash bag and you start clearing off the shelves. You're going to get a lot of money. A few thieves made off with about $30,000 worth of stolen wow. goods from the Lululemon store the other day. The gang robbed, uh, grabbed clothing and other gear, stuffed them into sacks, walked nonchalantly by the security guard. And you're watching the video. You can see it, who appeared to, on video to do nothing to stop them because they're told not to. One man carried so, a huge... So, I'm sorry, I've got to stop you there. In what sense is that person a security guard? That's the same thought I had when I read this article. 
why? I mean, you're losing enough money already. Why are you paying the security guard? How about you save a little on the security guard on that salary? Because if they're not supposed to do anything, <laughs> let me let me let me try this on you. They walked with the merchandise nonchalantly past the deep sea diver, <laughs> past the lion tamer, past the world's tallest man. I mean. He's not at all tall, but he's not at all a security guard. So describe him any way you want. Yeah, and I was actually wondering, so are they there to stop people just on the other side of me? Because, like, I wouldn't steal even if there were no guard, no locks on the doors, no cameras. I'm just not a guy who's going to steal. But is it to just stop that person that just might steal, but the security guard stops them? But it isn't going to help with the, the, the actual hardcore criminal. Is that it? Well, clearly, although given the willingness of quote unquote hardcore criminals to do their thing coast to coast and, and in the Midwest as well, something's got to change in well, but, a hurry. Or but remember, won't be no stores left. We've been t- right. We've been talking about this. And when we found out, geez, I don't know, five, ten years ago, when we started getting emails and calls from people that would talk about, oh, yeah, there's a guy that comes to the grocery store and he picks up a 12-pack of beer and just walks out the store every day. We're told not to stop him. And and we would say, well, if, if, if people catch on to this, what is going to happen? Well, I think people right. have caught on. I Word remember you around. said that. You said that. And I said, hey, give me a bottle of scotch. <laughs> The word got around that, no, they are actually not supposed to stop you. So, yes, you can just walk right out the door. A number of security guards and managers at ritzy stores in the area told the New York Post this week that it's impossible to stop thieves like the Lululemon gang. Manager at uh, some fancy store I never heard. It used to be impossible. No. No. I always think about my uncle, who was a bank manager, who uh, their bank got robbed uh, in uh, small town Iowa, and the bank robber ran out the door. My uncle actually ran down the alley, caught the guy, and sat on him until the police arrived. That's the way you used to handle things like that. Well, and I totally get the expense of of, uh, adequate security. I mean, if you have, like, three, four young, tough guys who are intent on doing this, it doesn't matter how serious or dedicated your one security guard is. That's not going to do it. But if it takes, like, a tax or something to get enough cops or enough security to end this S now, sign me up. Or, or quit wasting my tax money on that crap that doesn't do any good. Let's enforce the freaking law. Uh, this manager at this fancy store said she and her sales team don't detain people who sneak out with clothes or shoes or even challenge them. We don't what do you mean sneak? They did it openly. <laughs> Their policy is, well, yeah, but it grew over time, right? right. You know, it went right. from you put it under your jacket to, hey, did you hear? You don't even have to do that to, to just like you can wave to them and say, taking my beer now or my clothes and walk out the door because right. the policy yeah. is, quote, we don't confront, we don't follow, we just let it go. That's the policy. Wow. And they're stating that to the media. <laughs> yes. These are odd times. A security guard, again, that's a, that's an interesting term. A security guard, what are you securing? Your salary? Call him a sea lion. He's every bit a sea lion as much as he is a security guard. (laughs) A security guard, like many who spoke to the New York Post, sounded defeated. There's no sense in stopping people. You don't know what they're going to do. Not only that, everyone is insured. Whoa! I do not want the guard that I just hired to say, you have insurance. Oh, boy. 
Uh, not anymore. Signed every insurance company. Right. I wondered about that, too. I thought, are the, I'm wondering what's going to fix this. And uh, maybe that's it. Maybe the insurance companies are going to force the change by saying, look, we have to see you making an effort to stop this from happening, or you are not yeah. insured. You are not getting yeah. your money back. You are on the hook for all of this. And that'll happen in a hurry, too. You know, What's I'm reminded to? of uh, some of our carping about Cal Unicornia uh, decriminalizing crime up to $1,000, about $1,000. Um, the modern uh, smash and grabbers, the shoplifting gangs, are saying, "Yeah, that's that's cute. We openly steal thirty thousand dollars. We don't care about that either. They won't stop us. They won't arrest us. On the off chance they arrest us, they won't try us. On the off chance they try us, they're not going to jail us because of COVID or something or progressive criminal justice reform." So explain to me again, talk show boy. Why I wouldn't steal tens of thousands of dollars. Right. Because it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> call your security guard a sea lion or whatever right. you want to call them. <laughs> sure. We got a bunch of good texts on the whole shoplifting thing. Maybe we'll do that uh, some other time. But it's the idea that you can walk into stores pretty much anywhere in the country. It's just that much of the country, either people aren't craven enough or they haven't caught on to the fact that you can walk into a store, grab as much stuff, and, and walk out because nobody's going to stop you. Or you'll get your ass kicked. Try that, that in, in Eagle Pass, Idaho. Give that a try in Abilene, Texas. Huh? Anyway, you got this text. The store is required from, I ask if anybody knows anything about this. The store is required by their insurance carry to have security guards. But then another part of their insurance restricts security guards from touching shoplifters for fear of lawsuits. <laughs> oh, their theft insurance and their liability insurance are at war, right? Yeah, exactly. That is kind of hilarious. Anyway, complete change of pace as I came across this story. More women are getting designer genital surgery. I saw that. You know why? Because of the rise of extra tight leggings, a plastic surgeon says. Mm. The surgery known as labiaplasty shrinks the size of the labia minora. That's a pretty name. And the labia major. Yes, major. Uh, the f- well, I'm not going to get into that. On but, a but summer's anyway. night, if you look to the southeast, you can see the labia minora and majora. This plastic surgeon said he did twice as many in 22 as he did in 21, and it was around the whole leggings thing, so I don't know. Wear, wear less tight leggings. <sighs> I know you wanna. I want to wear those athletic fit shirts, but I don't. You know why? It's not right for my body. It's okay. The difference between you having a happy life, ma'am or miss, and an unhappy life is not whether you can wear leggings so tight around your groin that I can see the shape of your genitals. That's not the line between happy and unhappy in life. Uh, my genitals and my entire lower body were at risk last night. So I went to the, uh, we went over to the school and played and another game of how close can you get to the wood chipper. I know that's your favorite. Me and the boys, and we had a ball. We were kicking the ball around and shooting baskets and a variety of things. And Sam's riding his scooter, and Henry's riding his bike. And uh, what what did we do first? Anyway, we got doing the the fantastic slow motion stuff that you can do on the iPhone. So, man, I would have loved that as a as a young oh, boy. Oh, videoing each other, huh? That, oh yeah, in slow motion, yeah. it would have been yeah. the greatest. Anyway, oh, Sam would have had even more concussions and accidents than I had. 
Uh, Sam was uh, doing various stuff. He's pretty good at scootering, and he Henry was laying down because he was tired. <laughs> he takes that from his old man. And uh, and uh, Sam said, I'm going to jump you. And Henry said, oh, yeah, I, I can do it, blah, blah, blah. I said, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll lay down, and you jump me. And, um, and so... Oh. He's going to jump me on his scooter. And we decided just the lower from the waist down. So he's just going to like jump over my shins is what he was going to do. Me laying flat down with my legs out. Mm, still potentially crippling, but okay. I see your point. <laughs> and uh, Henry was going to get the slow motion video. And uh, I've I've been watching Sam Scooter since he started it, and he's he is really good at it. But you know, there's always the possibility of a miscalculation. And I said, sure. if you're if you're coming toward me and you're not sure you got enough speed or whatever, go ahead and bail out. <laughs> but anyway, I laid down, and uh, Henry had the video camera out running, and Sam went and flew over the top of me. And I got to admit that while I was pretty confident, right when he was coming close, I thought. Damn it, this is going to hurt if he doesn't either <laughs> leave early enough or take out too late, or whatever happens. And uh, so he cleared me, but then we watched the video, and he he really jumped too late. I mean, it was just the tiniest amount that he cleared me. What do you suppose that would have done to my shins if he had hit me full on at 20 miles an hour? Well, I think you would have learned which one's the tibia and which one's the fibula. And and what modern technology can do for bones that are in four pieces. And got to meet some fine ambulance drivers. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I forewarn you. Let's go, Brandon. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, instructions and rules to teach your son. I saw it billed as what fathers should teach their sons. I remain committed to the idea that the best scenario, not always possible, 
But the best scenario is for a boy to have a strong male role model. Abso-freaking-lutely. And anybody who disagrees with that is a fool or just wrong, unable to come to terms with their own situation. And you plucky single moms whose rotten husband flaked or whatever, uh, you're doing your best, and God bless you, with you 100%. But it is less than ideal. And I think in an honest moment or after you've had 10 drinks, you would would agree with me. (laughs) I mean, if we're going to get after it, let's get after it. Uh, number one, never shake a man, and these are not in any particular order. Never shake a man's hand sitting down. Stand up. Well, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's interesting, but it's good. I had that situation and, just the other day, and I thought, I should stand up, but I'm kind of tired. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will, I will tell you also, uh, by preface, as I should have earlier, um, these range from the incredibly important and touching to the amusing. And I did that just yesterday <laughs> afternoon, and afterwards I thought I should have stood up, but it was, it was honestly because I was tired. <laughs> this one's just funny. I did it Don't in front t- of my own son. Okay, we'll oh, get on to yours. You did the opposite of what yours I did. I, said, I, I, I modeled sitting down to shake a man's hand. The man at the barbecue grill is the closest thing to a king. Do not challenge him. Do not correct him. Respect him. Because he'll spit it in your hot his dog? Or? Grill. <laughs> it's his grill. In a negotiation. So, so don't, stand, yes? okay. don't stand next to the guy flipping the burgers and say, I think, I think they're ready to come off, aren't they? You're going to get scalded by a hot spatula. <laughs> you do that in my house. <laughs> That's how I deal with that. Oh, my God, you're a psycho. Honey, we're leaving. Now, now your face is medium rare. <laughs> Barbaric. <laughs> oh, my God. We're not going to get through many of these. Honey, <clears throat> he scalded me. We're leaving. <laughs> That'd be a good reason. You're an lunatic. <laughs> what, uh, what? What? You, yeah. you, 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 you backseat grill. You told me how to grill. So I scalded you. That's it's, it's, Everybody would do it. This is pretty good advice. Having studied the art of negotiation through my adult life, in a negotiation, never make the first offer. The, the point being that that pegs the negotiation. You know where they are. Uh, and if it's like way low ball, you know you can try a high ball and then walk away. Or they might say a number that's beyond acceptable to you. And you can then see how far you can push. Boy, I had a good situation with that the other day, and we aren't going to get through these, but we're in no hurry. Um, with my kids in the, they, they were with me, so I bought this motorcycle. I bought a used motorcycle, and uh, the guy had list had it listed at sixty eight hundred dollars. And um, and uh, I I was on the phone with him as we drove over there, and I said, um, "How about sixty five? And he said, "All right." And uh, I got off the phone with my kids, and I said, "Did you see how long that took?" I said, uh, uh, "Tim, the salesman, who Joe and I both know." This was his quote that always stuck in my head. You never lose or make money faster than when you're negotiating. It's impossible. It's right. impossible. I made $300 in a half a second there. Yeah. And yep. uh, I told my kids that you just, there's that money changes hands so fast when you're negotiating. It's, it's shocking. This is funny. This is funny. The next one request the late checkout. I I always tell Judy, no, we'll just get a late checkout. She's like, oh well, I don't know if we should ask. And I'm like, no, I'll call. If not- it's not a problem, they'll say go ahead. And 95 percent of the time, they say no problem. You're right, and I'm with Judy. I'm you're absolutely right. I've never had anybody say no ever, but I have a guilt feeling about it. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it even comes from. The rules say 11. 
really should get out early. There's no good reason for it. And the room was really expensive, so let me stay another. It's a negotiation. I'm always courteous and say, hey, I'm, I'm going to be really rushed to get back from a meeting. Would it be a problem if I checked out at one? And again, sometimes they'll say, oh, gosh, later than noon would really press us. And I'll say, okay, I'll make it noon. I say I can leave here at one with a clean carpet or I can lean here now <laughs> with a real mess to clean up. It's your choice. That's what I say. We're taking a look at some of these rules fathers need to teach their sons. Uh, they range from the lighthearted and amusing to uh, just absolutely great. Um, I'm going to tell my son today, remember yesterday when that guy came by and shook my hand and I stayed seated? That was not right. That's not what you should do. i got to tell him that because that was a bad move on my part. Mm. When entrusted with a secret, keep it. That's a good one. It's absolutely true. I had a tough one the other day. Um, it was just a so friend good. Told, well, a friend told me something in confidence about his health, mm. and and I I I am very good at keeping secrets. It's it's locked away for good. And a mutual friend came up, and he had like three quarters of the story, and said, "Hey, do you know what's going on?" Oh yeah, yeah. And and he he, he cares about this mutual sure. friend. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Oh hell, what do I do now? Play dumb or that?" Anyway, oh let's. Hold your heroes to a higher standard. In other words, pick your heroes carefully. Mm, okay. Make sure they're worthy of your admiration. I like this one. Return a borrowed car with a full tank of gas. Wow. Well, That's this, funny. Somebody told me that a long time ago. I do that. This was written back when gas was like $3 a gallon. No, it's, it's completely different times we live in. <laughs> is it? Or is it more important, you weasel? I'm sorry, Weasel was out of line. I apologize. No, so you borrowed, if you borrow somebody's vehicle, you're at to least use a it. mink of a man. If you're borrowing a vehicle from someone to use it, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Return it with a full tank of gas. It's just a nice gesture. Uh, I like this. Play with passion or don't play at all. Are we talking about the bedroom or? Well, you could be, I suppose. It's a sports, I think, that sort of thing. Mm. When shaking hands, grip firmly, look them in the eye. That's uh, that's right at the top of the list. Sure. And, you know, a classic. I meet somebody who doesn't, I immediately judge them harshly. God, who did I meet the other day? And I probably not permanently, but initially. Right. I met somebody the other day. uh, I can't remember. I wouldn't say even if I did remember, but it was somebody like important and powerful and had the super limp, barely touched my hand handshake. I thought, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I like this. It's more a saying than advice, but don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. Mm. Don't be wishing. I'll have to think about that one. Another one just worthy of a second. If you need music on the beach, you're missing the point. Ah, <laughs> good one. That's not advice exactly. Uh, let's see. Uh, you marry the girl, you marry her family. That, well, well that, sometimes. That's, yeah, yeah, that's just... yeah. Be like a duck. Remain calm on the surface. Paddle like crazy underneath. That's good. Quack at appropriate times. <laughs> Eat lots As of lettuce. <laughs> Experience the serenity of traveling alone. Oh, I love You've that. done that a fair amount. A lot, yeah. yeah. Well, back back before I had kids. Almost never now. Yeah. Uh, never be afraid to ask out the best-looking girl in the room. That's a good one. That's one I wish I had lived my whole life. Oh, if I have any regret, regrets on my deathbed, it'd be that one. Yeah. Be Be, be bold. You know what? You will lose. You will be embarrassed. Just do it again. Mildly. And you'll be rewarded. Mildly embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. And finally, a couple more. Never turn down a breath mint. 
and try writing your own eulogy and never stop revising it. That's a good one. Armstrong and Getty. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. 